And yeah, I'm going to start it from there. Hello, welcome. Again, isn't that how we started it last time, three yeah, months ago? Yeah, this is how we started it last time. Welcome to three months later. <laughs> uh, welcome to the, the Jolly and Chomby podcast. Punk- <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Jolly and Chomby. Oh, fucking hell. <clears throat> <laughs> Shut up. Hello and welcome to the Jolly and Chomby versus the movies podcast. That's very hard to say. Is it? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jolly and Chompy versus the Movies podcast. I nearly, <laughs> nearly. <laughs> Anyhow, we have both watched a film. We have, as we set off from the last episode, like a couple of days ago for you, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we definitely recorded it a couple of days ago, not three months ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's not. Totally not December. De- definitely not. We watched Just Friends. Did. Do you know there's something quite serendipitous about that being the first movie choice? That was a big word for you. It's a, one of my favourite words, actually. Serendipity. Seren- serendipity. Yes, or, ser- or something Sounds to like be a... serendipitous. It, it means happy coincidence. Just to educate you. Just to start off, we're going quite heavy-handed, I'm... it seems. But um, oh, Jesus Christ. You, we picked this bit. It is three months later since that original recording, and you made that choice of film. Which you wanted the first film to be Free Guy, but it wasn't out. Which the now time. is available. Which yeah. we, it, we could have. We could have done it. So, But you were like, all right, oh. another Ryan Reynolds film, just friends, good choice. But the serendipity of it, the happy coincidence, is that it's a Christmas film and it's December. Yeah. Right. I've written down here, right? Is it a Christmas film? Do we class this as a Christmas film? I class it as a Christmas film. Is this the whole Die Hard, it mentions Christmas, it's around Christmas, doesn't really have to do with Maybe, Christmas, yeah, but it's, it's a, a Christmas film. It's a non-Christmas Christmas film. It's a non-Christmas Christmas film. <laughs> it's a non-Christmas Christmas film. So it doesn't have any okay, of the well, normal trips about Christmas. The whole narrative isn't dependent on it being Christmas. No, but it is true. when it's There's set. It's and just it, it happens a yes. bit at Christmas time. You could make this Fair film days. take it out of Christmas. I don't think it would be as good. No, certainly some of the visual gags wouldn't work. Oh god, yeah. But we'll get to that. We will get to that. It's a 2005 film from 2005. <laughs> <laughs> so not from 2007, <clears throat> not from no, 1994. No, no. Um, <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris. Um, What's the uh, other one? Amy... Yeah, the, you know, the lead female, not the supporting female, yeah, but the yeah, lead yeah. female. The, Amy, Amy smart. something, Amy... Smart. 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 There we go. Smart. There we go. It's really hard to come up with a synopsis without reading the IMDb one, which you've blatantly told me not to. Yeah, well, no one wants to listen to you <clears throat> read out IMDb. All right, okay, hold on. Fat kid becomes obnoxious arsehole Good when song. he gets skinny. Yeah, I like it. That's what happens. There we go. Goes back to his friend-zoned love of his life. Fucks it up multiple times, yet somehow she still comes back to him again. He has to work quite and hard. And then Anna Ferris is very annoying in this film. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love Anna Ferris in this movie. I've literally got written down here, right? I hate Anna Ferris now. Where is it? Oh, really? I what? don't like Anna Anna anymore. Why, really? <laughs> Just because of this film. I don't, oh. The character really pissed me off. <laughs> the character is annoying. Um... A thing she says in the. I don't think I necessarily hate Anna, Anna Ferris, just... but yeah, the character. No, the character is annoying. She's like really just hyped up, hysterical, almost bipolar at times. And it's just yeah, no, it's I really couldn't... good. Uh, how she, she talked really about she hated having to do it. Like she didn't hate the movie, but how she had to get herself to that stage. She has previously talked about like she had to neck like five Red Bulls before each take. To just oh, get hell. really pepped up so she could bring that kind of energy and just insaneness about her. And it's like it's the only way she could do it. And it's like, oh, that's dedication. You would be. Oh. I mean, you really Imagine would have wings. <laughs> you might think you have wings. You might think you have wings. But yeah, that's how she, she was able to do that performance. It's quite good. Is it? No. It, uh, yeah. I. It's the only character and the only gripe I have of this film. The rest of it. Uh, uh, you need that character, though. You always need that controversial character. And it, I suppose you do. It made for like one of the, my favourite scenes in the film, which is the um, at the at Jamie's parents' house, and she like comes in and confronts them while they're like singing carols out the front. <laughs> and it's just well, with the car, <laughs> with the car. I love that so much. My favourite scene. It's the brother as well. He's like, at the kid, he's like, run! 
and it's the high pitched <laughs> squeal of him going. Rah! I've got. I've literally got written down here. Cat fight in all caps. Face. <laughs> oh, like, come on! <laughs> that as well. It's just. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good scene. I can't get so. Before I forget, right? You mentioned that you remembered him in a fat suit singing. Yes, I swear. Yes, right. That's the only bit of the film I remember. <laughs> it's a really iconic bit, though. It's the and it's the credit scene. It's it's, oh, it's the opening, and I think it's the closing well, as well. Right? Yeah, it's in it's the closing of the prologue, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, just before the closing of the prologue, because the closing of the prologue is him running away. Yes. Sam quoting a Bruce Springsteen song, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I can't remember what you said, but yeah. Uh, I suck town, I'm out of here, something like that. I just remember thinking, (laughs) oh, there's a Bruce Springsteen song. That was this morning when I was watching it. Yeah, I watched this last night. I watched it this morning. At least we're consistent. I've slept since then. (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) I wish I had. (laughs) Tired. I had an awful night's sleep, but... You had an awful night's sleep? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I think I fell asleep about three. Yeah, I was about the same, two or three. I I ended up being on taxi duty for friends out on the piss last night. Oh, joys. Yeah, so I didn't get sleep till late. And then I woke up and had a bad belly. So I went to the toilet and I went back to sleep. An hour later, after having to go to the toilet, I had to go to the toilet again. (laughs) Woke up. Well, I tried to go back to sleep. So just up and down. There you go, everyone. (laughs) You just get to know about my... Uh... Enjoy. Yes. My my dietary needs are less complicated. Mm. It was, well, we had Pizza Hut last night, and once. I ordered their hot sauce, and... Oh. oh. I wasn't expecting oh. it to be that, that, that intense of a hot sauce. Have you had the case of the Johnny Cash? Yes. <laughs> it did a number. I was struggling to eat that hot sauce. And I like hot sauce. And that was just like... Like when I like peeled off the uh, the film on the top, you know, you do that off like a yogurt or something. I like I always lick it, and even hot sauce. I did that, and then I just went instantly. I went ha! Ah! <laughs> like, I, I wasn't expecting it. Anyway, that's, that's off topic already. Just friends. That's what we're talking about. Yes, no, I watched it this morning. I remember like yeah, watching it at the cinema when it came out. Yeah, I must have watched it. Years and years and years ago. So it came out when I was 10. So it must have been like a few years after that. Yeah. Oh, oh this is... See, the year of the scary part came out when I was 19. Yes. <laughs> so it came out when I was 10. The prologue is when I was born. Yep. Yeah, I would have been... Because it's 1995. Nine, I yeah. That down. Was that what life was like back then? I don't know. I was nine. In America? Yeah, I know this. I was nine in England, in Bristol, of all places. Nine. It's close enough, right? Well, oh, no, go to St. Paul's. It's they like to think it's like you know Eaglewood over there, but which is LA, the hood. <laughs> um, but otherwise, no, not to, not to my knowledge. So I think I, I must have watched it like I don't know, two thousand seven or eight, something like that, like a few years after I think. Um, but I. Just don't remember anything other than him being in the singing. fat suit. He loved that I fat swear. suit as well. In the DVD extras, I think there's a 20 minute video uncut of him just walking around, getting used to the fat suit and just having fun. And he loved it. <laughs> Give me a fat suit, I'd be the same, I think. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. But um, it's like Although the I'd... whole um, I swear singing in the mirror bit is was wasn't scripted originally. It's because he was actually doing that when he put it on. He was getting used to how it moves, how he could get his face to move, and how he could get like his expressions to come through with all that prosthetic over him. And he was messing around in the mirror, and then the song came on, and he was goofing around, and the director was there, and he's like, we need to put this in the movie. <laughs> it's needs to be somewhere. It was literally just like that kind of impromptu thing. But I loved it. And it became like the most iconic bit of the movie. It's nice to see Ryan be Ryan. And not be Deadpool. Yes, this is pre-Deadpool. <clears throat> Excuse this my voice. Is, this is a Ryan that I don't confuse with Deadpool. Yeah, everything since Deadpool, he's almost Deadpool. Yeah. Like free guy. He's free guy, like... It. I think it takes about 20 minutes for him to stop being Deadpool. Because of the whole narrative yeah. going on and he's, he's breaking the third wall, which is a Deadpool trait. Constant 
like yeah no it, it's I've got it written down there it's like it's the first it's nice to see a film that I don't think of Deadpool Deadpool his early stuff he's not but then the problem when he was announced to be Deadpool like 2009 movie Wolverine um that was yeah. me trying to remember the year I think that's right um everyone was like that is the best casting choice ever because Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool yeah. So it is. It, and then, it kind of. And then that film happened. And then that film happened and ruined and it. Forget about it. <laughs> but it's like that's how. I mean, everyone thought that was the best casting choice ever because everyone would go right. Well, actually, yeah, he's very Deadpool. He was perfect. And mm. the problem is now because he is just naturally that character without having to try too much. Everything he will do everything will be is. considered that, and it's like, oh, he's a one-trick pony. He's not, but he's just. He's, That's he's his not character. He's just stuck in that. Yeah, he's it, stuck in that. He was he was picked for that role originally because he is very naturally that. You can't you can't play yourself. I wonder if any. Oh no, I was going to say. I wonder if anyone's ever played themselves, but many people have. Uh, Matt LeBlanc has played himself. Yes, in that British TV show that I've never watched. Yes. Yeah. Same. Uh, Keanu Reeves has played himself in that Netflix show. Yes. Can't remember what that's called. Haven't watched it yet. I only found out he was in it the other day, so I was like, oh, I'm adding that to my list. I can't think of anyone else. I feel, I, I mean, that whole film, uh, the world, not the world's end, the other one, this is the end. Oh, yeah. The Seth MacFarlane, like, everyone's playing, playing, playing themselves. themselves. It's happened a lot. Yeah. They're all typecasts. <laughs> <laughs> every, every single one of them. Right. Where, where were we? Before we got completely... Ryan Reynolds typecasting, playing himself. Go back to the film now if we want. Should we talk talk more? Go back to talking about the film. <laughs> should, we, should we go back to the go film? Go back to the film. Talk about the film. Sounds like a good idea, that doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. What was your favourite part? Well, you've already said this, though, haven't you? Your um, favourite part is... Yeah, that's my favourite scene. But I, the bit I remember watching it first time in the cinema, the biggest laugh the cinema did, like, or like everyone laughed, and it was a heavy laugh, was the um, just after their plane crash... Uh, not crashes, but has a failure and has to do a landing and they're like, we can't take off and Anna Ferris is there and she's going, am I being punked? And everyone just <laughs> creased themselves. And it's like punked to just pretty much come out and become like the big thing as well. So it was just a really good <laughs> reference and really funny. And it just went towards the ego of the character as well. Yeah. Yeah, now the bit that made me laugh the most was the cat fight. Yeah, Where, on the, I I was sitting there giggling the entire time, but like, at like I don't know, half twelve in the morning, just get by, and then I just <laughs> yeah. fucking burst out laughing. Now I do that bit as well. Make I just can't never not it's smile so about that. Good. And just it's the so dynamic thought, between the two brothers as well. I loved it. And so, and I, how that dynamic I think changes on Christmas Day, and they're actually like, <laughs> "I love you," and they don't hit each other in the nice, and one gives the other one a kicky. It's like, so yeah, it's a Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. It is a film. Christmas film. The family comes together and differences and rivalries are put aside. That's true. Mm. Christmas. The power of Christmas. The power of Christmas compels you. <laughs> Was there like an anti-Christmas? Like, you just get a Christmas tree and shine it at someone. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christmas <laughs> compels you. snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or or drink oh. from the snow. You don't drink from the wine, you drink from the snow. Drink from the snow. Don't even know what Fuck I'm saying man. anymore. Jesus. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I've got... <laughs> there was a part, right, where I had the first date. Yes. Right? He's walking back to the car. He gets in the car and has his little, like, you're an idiot, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, this little freak out and a thing. Is it um, Amy his Smart giggling out. behind? And... Yeah, yeah. And I could only think of Jim Carrey. Oh really? Yeah, no, it's I the can most, see that. Like Jim Carrey moment, I think I've ever seen that wasn't Jim Carrey. Yeah, quite properly with the over eccentrics of use use of yeah. body. No, I, I, can, I can definitely <laughs> see that. That bit made me laugh. It is a good bit. I like the body hug, and that's what the whole concept of the film is based on. Essent, well, not that, but the the just friends concept. Is the writer who we did look up before because I did ask Adam? Hum. His name is Adam. He's very wise. Adam. We're going to hum. <laughs> uh, Adam Davis. There we go. That, our boy Adam Davis. Um, uh, our boy Adam <laughs> Davis. No, it's uh, 
So the film is actually his actual experience of uh, being put into the friend zone. But, oh, is it? Yeah, but the the one thing that was taken from is the body the body shake moment, and that actually happened to him with the person he was trying to get out of the friend zone with. And it's like he he went to go in for like a kiss, and they went to go in for a handshake. So it kind of became a hug, but then they're just shaking each other because it was awkward. <laughs> and apparently, that's the entire prep. Like, Can we greet each other like that from now on? Always. I mean, we're, we come pretty close to that anyway. There's uh, usually true. hugging, and there's usually some contorting. <laughs> some bodily motions that we won't go into um, but yeah no, that's pretty much where the basis of the film came from his experience being put in a friend zone like right watching now I guess but that specific moment actually happened and I love that that somewhere in the world that happened and probably it's happening almost daily because everyone gets put in a friend zone oh yeah I think everyone at some point everyone has been it's the worst Please don't do it. <laughs> when, when? Do you want to talk about your friend zone experience? <laughs> no. <laughs> How many no, times I have you not. been friend zoned, sir? Oh, it's got to be at least a couple, right? Yeah, mine's a fair few. Cause, yeah. I think it happens more in school, though. Oh, gotcha. As you're, as you're an adult, you're more just like, oh, okay, that's not going to work. Yeah, you just it's carry on. Yeah, when you're in school, you're kind of like, I want a girlfriend. I want one of those. I want one of those. I want someone to hold hands with. Need me a girl. Nah. Did you ever have one that really like messed over your head a bit though? Like looking back on, it's like they knew they were friend zoning you and they were exploiting <laughs> looking the back, shit that's out of it. Where most of my problems come from. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is fucked up. <laughs> this is why I am a problem. Do you know the baby? Right. Okay. So you got the the two. The most unsupportive friends. Yes. In this film, right? Well, they're, they haven't seen him in two years. Is right? this the uh, the ah? Uh, the ones I can't, that got married. The one that's called, a dentist, which is TJ, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got that written down. Stole my name, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <Water> <laughs> Do you know? I've right? never that's met. My... Even watching it this morning hasn't occurred to me. Yeah, it stole my name, TJ. Right? But it's, it's Anna Ferris support... that steals that scene from me with just her. She doesn't know what's going on, but trying to join <gasps> in. She's like, oh, <gasps> married? <gasps> DJ! <laughs> I need that as a soundbite. I don't know how she's going, DJ! DJ! Um, they're the most supportive, unsupportive friends, right? They're like, yeah, go do that. But it's not necessarily the best thing for him to do, but they're just like, yeah, go do that, they're enjoy. Like, they've right? not seen him in 10 go years. You know, it was a nice novelty. Oh, okay. I haven't spoke to yeah, this guy in 10 years. In... He's speaking to me every day about the same old shit from 10 years ago that doesn't matter doesn't concern me it's like it's been 10 years move on this is what i would be like i'd be like yeah you go do that buddy you go do that you you let me know how that goes because i need a good laugh that's what i'd be like and that's what they're like i completely understand that okay yeah maybe maybe that well remind me when i disappear for 10 years not to come back to you (laughs) you know you will though sometimes you disappear for a couple of years you come back to me but fine a <laughs> couple of years. It's normally like months. a year. I think a year once, maybe. Yeah, maybe a bit longer. There's long maybe. gaps sometimes. There's long gaps. I'm that kind of person. <laughs> you are. The next podcast will be in about four years. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be lucky if this one gets finished. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm off halfway through. We're going home. But yeah. So you don't want to talk about your friend's own experience? No! No. Do you? Hello. Sarah Foley. <laughs> it's like oh, whenever I like, meet someone and I I start to get an impression, not necessarily they're friend zoning me, but they're kind of exploiting the friendship. I always right, think yeah. my time back to my friendship with girl Sarah Foley. I was like 18 at the time, 19, still working shit out in my life understanding people and yeah and i'll always compare it to that i'm like right there's that red flag there's that red flag right cutting ties with this person because i'm not i i shouldn't have allowed myself to be put through that scenario back when i was 18 19 it's a thing you sort of learn as you yeah older. like it's not worth your time definitely but yeah everything comes back to that but i'll be yeah, friend zoned many a time is that just because you fancied everyone? Or is probably. That, just because... that probably didn't help me. <laughs> Especially in a young life where I'll just take all people being nice as like an affection as 
oh, they like me. It's like, no, they're just being nice to you, Nathan. Oh my, I, I, I like these people. They, they yeah. spoke to me? They spoke to me. <laughs> so, oh, my me? God. They pl- oh, I always think of um, Jim Carrey, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, opening scene when he's on the train, and he's, like, making that eye contact with Kate Winslet's character. And you've got his inner monologue in his head going on, I think. And he's like, why do I fall in love with every person that pays me the slightest bit of attention? And I always think about that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I resonate with that quite a lot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they've said hello to me. Oh, marry me. Oh, oh, oh. I want your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> I normally take like ages to realise anything. Like whether someone is flirting or whatever I oh need, yeah i'm completely I need, what oblivious I, to what it. i need is someone to stamp my hand with like a stab that says i've just flirted with you yeah. no, no, <laughs> and, I was, so, and i'm like oh okay no i was once in the scenario of just friends where they're in the bed and she's like oh my my, my feet are cold can you warm up someone's done that to me and i didn't take the hint <gasps> i know and i liked them oh, as well boy. they were all right opportunities missed and i didn't i was like no i'll be gentlemanly <laughs> I'll be a gentleman. And too much in my head. And not just acting. I was like, ah, to be young again. Idiot. I don't think I've ever... I've never been in that situation. Okay. I don't think. I've been in similar situations. But yeah, I think I'm the same way. Yeah, I'd rather them just stamp it out and let me know. I've had, like, someone message me after, like, oh, I gave you all the hints in the world. Oh, I hate that. Someone in my high school yearbook (laughs) wrote, you should have asked me out sometime. I would have said, yeah. I was like, for fuck's sake. (laughs) <laughs> fuck me and then you sit there and you go yeah I think I sulked for a whole sum- up, sc- summer holidays that year I wasn't going back to that school I was like ugh we had troubled times we're troubled men we are <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dear 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 but no film good film good film good that's our sub- that's our film <laughs> that's our review good. How would Buster Rhymes improve oh, it's, yes, this time film? Time for that segment, Blockbuster Rhymes. Blockbuster Rhymes. <laughs> you forgot that's what we called it, isn't it? I, I was thinking about that while watching it. I was like, how will Buster Rhymes improve? Where would I, I put him in this movie? I haven't thought about it until just now. To improve it. Because every week, right, this will be a segment that's in every week. Every movie we review, we will work out or try and discuss how Buster Rhymes should be integrated into the movie and how he would make it better. I love that this is all deprived from us watching the Halloween series. I know. And me just being absolutely gobsmacked that Buster Rhymes almost killed Michael Myers. No, he did kill Michael Myers. That was the end. They killed the, um... That was the end. Yeah, no, they did. That's how it ended. But Buster Rhymes killed him with his karate. <laughs> <laughs> And we've never gotten over it. No. It's like with Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and how they defeat Freddy just by going, I love you. I love you. I love you. I've only known you for a day and a half, but I love you. Oh, that was such a bad film. It's a great film. Yeah, definitely. You should watch it again. Where would Buster Rhymes get back on topic? Right. (laughs) I'm controlling this podcast. Yep. Where would Buster Rhymes fit into this film? I think because they, it's a, like a reuniting film. They were school friends. That's when they departed because of, you know, he was teased. He was pushed to his limits. He left. But the, the school element, because it takes part at the end of school and school's not actually prominent in it. I can see what I left it out. And I'd probably leave it out of the final cut of the movie. But what I would do is bring in a teacher into, like, the bar scene. One of the early bar scenes, and it's one of their old teachers, and going, oh, how are you getting on? But that's Buster Rhymes. He comes in all Buster Buster Rhymesy. And all Buster, but he's quite quite whimsical, but he's also very knowledgeable and quite insightful. Uh, And he's very knowledgeable and pensive, and he's just there talking and almost narrating what the situation that's going on. But, but being blunt to their face in a quirky kind of way. That's how I'd bring him in. And then he, he kills out the film by just, you know, karate kicking some wood. The fat suit comes flying off. <laughs> karate chops the fat suit off. <laughs> when, when you said, like, the reuniting, yeah. like, after 10 years or whatever, I, 
My brain immediately yeah. went to some character in 1995, right? With some white nerdy kid, right? <laughs> Comes back to the reunion as right. Buster Rhymes. <laughs> I didn't mean like a reunion, like yeah, American I know what you mean, Pie reunion. Completely I didn't like... different, different race, just out of the blue. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, hi, Clive. You, oh, you're Buster Rhymes. You had the reverse Michael Jackson, did you?" <laughs> that's that's what I imagined that was going. But the, that's how right. That is how I've yeah. decided this film needs improving by Buster Rhymes. That's how a you decided. Halfway through the film, changes into Buster Rhymes. Right. Or someone, yeah, who was established in like the, that nerdy party bit at the beginning, comes back and it's like, oh, yes, look, it's Ian. Also, right? The fat suit, right? Yes. You're obsessed Arguably, with the fat suit. I am obsessed with the fat. Wasn't that fat? Is this why you liked me? Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was all neck, right? It was. A lot of neck. Other oh, than no, the neck. Neck and cheeks. Neck and cheeks. Neck and cheeks. That's true. the prosthetics, and then it's an actual the, fat suit underneath. The bully yes. was just as fat. Uh, Probably, yeah. Tim was just as fat. Unbelievable. Well, he was an <laughs> American football player. They're not all... But yeah, have you ever watched American football or American football films? Like Some yeah. of them are like proper That's sumo true. wrestlers. I've just got an image now of like, people in nappies <laughs> on a fucking American <laughs> football film. There is. I think Longest around. Yard, Adam Sandler. I think there's an actual sumo wrestler in that one. Perf- oh, what with the long- Longest Yard? Yeah. What did I call there's, it? Uh, the Great Carly's in that film. Who the hell's the Great Carly? The massive dude. Oh, right. The yes. Ping pong. Yes. Does he play ping pong? Yes, in the film. Yeah, he's there. It's like play people. Believe it or not, that dude was a wrestler. Was he? I just remember him yeah. being big and in lots. He's in Get Smart as well. Yeah, he was in, he's in a lot of things where he just plays the big, big guy. The pink dumb dude. <laughs> Does that conclude our Buster Rhymes? You want yes, I think so. him to be a teacher? I, I I think that'll be how I'd integrate him. I'd cut it from the film, so it wouldn't work, but that's how I'd integrate him. I'd want it to be the main feature of my <laughs> film. <laughs> the, there's like a separate film of how he became this from this white oh, nerdy dude. film. Buster Rhymes. The... Call it Just, just Buster, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Just Buster Rhymes. Just Buster Rhymes, starring Buster Rhymes. Sixteen years later. Oh, Oh, fucking hell. Do you reckon just friends, right? Yes. Is the polar opposite of friends with benefits? Yes. I would say. I would say so. Would you consider the Justin Timberlake film to be a (laughs) spin-off? No. <laughs> Where it's just or, 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 the other way around. Are we saying a... a f- oh, not that... A, a, there's a greater extended universe here that's linking all these films together. We've got a Marvel <laughs> universe, but here we have the, the Just FCU. Friends universe. <laughs> Is it the FCU? No, the... <laughs> yeah. the, the Friends, Friends Cinematic Friends Universe. Cinematic universe. But that implies it's then. all just like Ross and fucking Joey. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's just like a thousand spin-offs of that. Yeah, there's got to be like a a just friends friends with benefits universe. Possibly. Don't know. Would Cruel Intentions be in here as well? Because it's the same director as Cruel Intentions, isn't it? Kaminsky. Is it? Come, I can't remember his name. Keanu Reeves. Yep. No, Adam. Adam. No, Adam was the writer. Uh, David. Roger. Roger. Kam- Kaminsky. Cumble. Cumble. That's it. I said Kimble earlier when I was close. So I'll try and just find what I was getting close to when I was trying to remember it earlier. Roger yeah. Cumble. Roger Cumble. Yeah, he directed Cruel Intentions, which is a brilliant film. Have you ever watched Cruel Intentions? <clears throat> I don't think I have. Great film. Early Sarah Michelle Gellar, when she's like at peak Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. And Reese Witherspoon, pretty much one of her breakout roles. Never see her with a fork. And her, what did become her husband, can't remember his name, he's in a few things. Uh, Selma Blair, her breakout, one of her breakout roles. 
and her first appearance of Tara Reid before she did American Pie. But that's a very brief cameo at the beginning. Very good film. Very good film. American Pie people. Does this guy like American Pie? No, 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 nothing. There's nothing like American Pie. It's really dark. Because he's he's had Dusty's from American Pie in this. Yes. Um, Can't remember what his name is. Klein, something Klein. Kevin Uh, Klein? Kevin. No, that's the underwear. Kelvin Klein? That's the underwear. Chris Klein? Uh, Chris Klein. Chris Klein. Nailed it. I knew it was Klein. We we got it there. And it was... He's American Pie, And then you're saying that the the director directed something else with... Cruel Intentions, brilliant film. I'll give you a quick synopsis. Um, You've kind of got a guy, not too dissimilar from Ryan Reynolds, but he's still in high school, but it's a, um, a very preppy, very posh private school. So it's all the very rich people who live in the Upper West Side of New York. They have uniforms. It's very posh. They all drive Jags and fancy Porsches and vintage cars. And he is... He's bored... Essentially, he's always been bored. He's quite vindictive and he uses sex as a way to um, manipulate situations or uh, create revenge on people. Or he just sees it as sport in some cases. And basically, he gets a challenge from his sister who's ve- even more so vindictive, which is Sarah Michelle Gellar's character. And they come up for bet and it's like they're getting a new principal and the principal has a daughter who's going to be in their year and start with them. It's like, nail, try and nail her before school starts and it's like a wager starts around there because he doesn't want to do it and she's like oh no i'll give you what you've always wanted he's like what he goes me stepsister should clarify stepsister so the cards are on the table so they're both there trying to manipulate this and they're both trying to do it from other sides because she'll get like the porsche or something out of it and it's got and he falls in love as you do but it doesn't end nicely for anyone. And it's very good. It's very dark. And not much else has ever come out that has been on the same level in terms of rom-coms, but from a dark rom-com. Very good film. Is it on our list? Um, It might be. I haven't looked we'll at the it. list in three months. No, neither have I. No, I've, actually, no, I probably have. So I've added some stuff. But well, well, If it's not there, we'll add it. But yeah, that could be in part of this, of this FCU, along the with American FCU. Pie. Fucking cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our own cinematic universe. All right. I want all these films to interlink to each other. And then in at some the end, way, somehow. we get Hollywood to make the Jolly and Chomby cinematic universe. So we're going to call it the JCCU. JC... <laughs> <laughs> the JCVTMCU. Oh. YMCA. <laughs> and then the end the village people come out <laughs> exactly that that should be a great movie this <laughs> love it anything that ends with the village people coming out just yep you can I'm make the worst it. film in the world as long as the village people come out that's all i need yes well, do we have anything more on just friends um i don't have a huge memoir actually i've i've written down yeah i don't like anna anymore <laughs> Oh, love Anna. I feel <laughs> it's a Christmas bad. I hope film. she finds love, poor Chris Pratt. He's moved on. Yeah, he's got, yeah. I can't remember. He's in, either engaged or he's gotten married now to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Arnold's, yeah, Arnold's daughter. Yeah, it's a shame. I, I think I, they're I, married Those now. two would be a lasting couple, to be honest. Anna Ferris, Chris Pratt. Hmm. Especially with how they Send got together. Just, I like that story. It's a very unique story. One that's not typical. It was. It seemed. did seem out of the blue. Yes. Yeah, I did. I I got really confused halfway through the film because I when they were kissing or whatnot, I thought, oh, that's when they met. And then I realized, oh, this is Ryan Reynolds, not <laughs> Chris Pratt. My brain was for some reason. Right? Oh, really? I don't know. Often what... confuses them too. There was a project that they did meet on a set of something, but I don't know what the project is. But I don't know that. That's or a story Chris for Pratt another and, day. An elephant. Yeah. yeah. To halfway, you got yeah. You're thinking Ryan Reynolds was Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. I I was just like, wait a minute, this ain't right. (laughs) I've forgotten they got divorced. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Shame. I always thought they were a good pairing. Yeah, just like us. Yep. Yeah, I've got nothing else. You got anything else? Nothing else. Um, I think the ending. They should have stuck with the original ending. What was the original ending? So DVD extras, it's on there, and it was what it's meant to be. I think they tested it. No, they didn't even test it. They shot two endings, and they decided on the happier ending when they get together. 
kind of I do like the bit with the little kids and the guys like ha- have my thing and you just got you just got you got the the friend zone just going on all over the place between them three kids it's like oh that's brilliant uh but now the original ending is Ryan goes back to LA mm-hmm. Anna isn't there waiting for him it, it as does happen but what I think oh, I'm trying to remember the scene again haven't watched the DVD and the DVD extras for years you can just go on YouTube these days and watch it. And there are like loads of like models and they're just wait- there waiting for him. It's like, oh, you've been gone so long. Uh, we've just been here waiting. So we weren't expecting you to not to be here. And we just figured we'd wait. And like, then he was like, oh, my ladies are here, but he's finding it empty. Uh, so we ask them to go. So he's, he's a bit of a playboy at the beginning, isn't he? Bit of a player. Bit of a so player. Bit of a player. So he goes back to the office and whatnot. Uh, his boss is happy. Anna Ferris's character, can I remember her name is in the film, has stayed with the record company and she's in the studio recording. Samantha. Samantha. Samantha Jane? It doesn't matter. Samantha. 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 Uh, And she's in the recording and that song she's kind of starts out with near the beginning of the film, that forgiveness song. Yeah. Oh, God. She's playing that, but it's acoustic. And it's really soft and it's really good. And she's singing it perfectly and she sounds heartbroken and that mood's coming out. And it's a really nice scene. And he's like, and then he's just got this realization. He's put her in the friend zone a little bit and he's really mistreated her. And uh, But now, but now she's kind of in a better, she looks like she's going to be better for it because she's now, she just seems to have calmed down from it. And that's essentially how it ends. And he doesn't go back and they don't get back together and he carries on with his life as it was. I like that. Yeah, it's a it's a happy, non-happy, happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> How many negatives were in that? I um, don't know. Happy, happy So not many happy, that it has got ending. to be a positive. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that life, kids. Yes. Loads of negativity makes positivity. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> out of ten oh. where does this film sit with you and it's good I like the older Ryan Reynolds stuff always did I loved him in Two Guys A Girl In A Pizza Place it's just, oh, yeah. I always see him and whenever I see him I see that that sitcom it was great Um, I would give it a firm seven yeah maybe an eight I think that's where mine sits I was going to say seven seven and a half I think yeah. mine sits there as well. It's a good, Seven solid enough, film. Yeah. Not that, it's not yeah. like a huge masterpiece, amazing film. It's a good, no, easy-to-watch, joyous film. Slapstick comedy yeah. with some romance elements, but it's something for everyone. No, I like it. Liked it. Film. It is a film I will watch often. It's Usually. Film, yeah, I would sit down and probably go, yeah, I'll watch that again. I mean, it's yeah. taken me, what, probably, I'd say 10 years, probably over <laughs> 10 years to watch it again. But, no, I would... If if I saw it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I could watch that again. Which is quite rare for me. Yeah, you're not I'm, big I'm, on I'm not repeats. very good at rewatching films. Just any what um Scott Pilgrim, it's... Men in Tights, yeah. Airplane, Naked Gun, yeah. and anything yeah. Monty Python, really. You yeah. would just happily binge watch over and over. <laughs> you genuinely just nailed it there. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you well. I know your Men, film tastes Men well. Men in Tights is my all time you said favorite. that. Such an amazing film. It is. It's a good one. Now it got. I remember the trailers for that film before it came out, and my favorite thing they put in the trailer they didn't put in the movie, and I just hate it. I just. I could. It. It just ruined it for me because I was looking forward to seeing that film, that scene in the film, but it wouldn't have they, worked. What did they put in the trailer? In the original trailers that were like on TV and in the cinemas and stuff, it's basically he shoots an arrow, and the arrow is mm. you're seeing it like from like a um camera on top of the arrow while it's zooming for but it sounds like it's like a car speeding through traffic and at times it like seems to stop because traffic's going ahead things are going <laughs> in front and then it's there and it's like weaving between to get started it's just really stupid and silly but I, you know eight-year-old me was like this is amazing this, this is what this I the need. best thing i've ever seen and it wasn't actually in the movie oh what sad. a disappointment yeah i'll try and find that for you to send it later you've probably never yeah. seen it I th- I'd never seen that before. It just, uh, really, it's, it does sound. I imagine the it would it's a fit shame in the archery contest the scene where they go yeah. underneath the 
But I can't imagine why there would be so many arrows. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was weaving through and why it was like a traffic kind of <laughs> scenario, but it was, and I loved it. As a kid, it looked stupid now if I watched it, I'm sure. <laughs> You'd still laugh the same. I'd still laugh the same. But no. Have you watched any good movies or series lately? Uh, I've been watching Hawkeye on... Yes, me too. I... On Disney. I'm What's enjoying your thoughts? that. Yeah. I quite like it. I quite like the The girl. Of course. Um no, I like the uh the element of of a little bit more backstory on Hawkeye. On him. Yeah. And the sort of personal element stuff. No, no, I'm liking that. I'm it's understanding nice. the character more. Definitely I definitely prefer it over Falcon as well. That was just yeah, bad. I've still not finished Falcon. It's not it's not worth finishing. <laughs> I got told off for not finishing. <laughs> Finish it, but yeah, it doesn't no, get I any didn't, better. Didn't quite enjoy Falcon. No, I didn't. One Division was great. One I mean, I'm pretty amazing. much done with the MCU. For me, it's done. I'm looking forward to watching the Spider-Man film when I get around. Spider-Man, to it. yes, and Doctor Strange and Thor, and then after that, to fuck with the rest of it. I quite. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the series of stuff they're you, doing. Yeah, Apart different way from to go. Falcon and and the Winter Soldier. I just couldn't really get into it. I don't know if it was. Just at the time, couldn't get into it, or I just didn't didn't enjoy it for what it is. Um, film wise, what have I been watching? Film wise, I don't know. <laughs> what have you been watching? I'll see if I can remember a film one. Uh, I've been trying to watch things I've never watched before. Because sometimes you it's very too easy. I feel like you've yeah, watched everything. I have watched a lot, so it's kind of hard. But I have them like because I have Netflix Prime and Disney Plus. I have lots there to watch most of the time. It's quite easy to put on something that's familiar. It's like now I'm going to try and. So I've watched an old one called A Time to Kill, which is mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson and Matthew McConaughey. Very early film. Mc- Mc- uh, McConaughey. 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 Yeah. Gravity all Ghost right, guy. Alright, alright, alright. Him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> him. A bit of a dramatic role. Uh, he plays a solicitor and he's defending a man who killed two men who were just about to stand trial. Kills them in the courthouse in full view of everyone. But they raped his daughter. And he didn't trust the judicial system to do shit about it. So it's about it's about race war as well. So it's set. It's based loosely on an actual true crime case. Of similar oh, okay. nature. And that was good. Recommend also watched that appeared to be on a court crime drama spree. <laughs> the Judge, which is Robert Downey Jr. And he goes back to for the funeral of his mother in his town. And then his dad, who is a judge, gets arrested for murder and he just, he defends in this case. It's about him like learning who his dad was. Uh went to the cinema. Oh, oh yeah, because you. Oh yeah, you've seen it, haven't you? I've seen it. I've seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. I would rename it Ghostbusters Junior. That's not a spoiler because trailers pretty much give that away. Yeah. Uh, but it was okay. It had the right, the right nostalgia. It hit all my nostalgia buttons. Had the right feel. Felt like a Ghostbusters movie, unlike that god awful obscenity from 2016. Yeah, the one that. We forget about and we move on. Yeah, I got there were bits in that movie that were good, but it just wasn't a Ghostbusters I've movie. I've heard with this new one, I've heard that some people say it's too nostalgic. Most of these films are, I'd say at times, yeah. I'd say the be- best thing that's going for it is the nostalgia, but it's okay. Paul Rudd, I don't think you need that character in there. Does it leave a door open? Yes. Like a big old wide door? Not a big old wide door, but it leaves a door open. Only slightly. Gives them There's more stories to be told. But I know it's good, um, except for... like, and, and you can tell the writer-director, which is the orig- Ivan Reitman's son, uh, who was the original writer-director of the first original two Ghostbusters movie, you can tell, basically, because he grew up on this movie set when it was being made, of the first two movies, you can tell he had this kind of story in his mind from a child's point of view since right. then and he's been building on it and basically he's put that to pen now and made the movies you can see it's come if you see it coming from the from the eyes of the ch- as a child you can see why the movie is why it is but it's just one scene towards the end and they rip off harry potter and a goblet of fire movie so horrifically it's unreal but otherwise good movie i'd suggest uh i should be seeing spider-man next week week after Nice. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, wait. 
Yeah, yeah, especially now we have to wear masks again in cinemas. I don't know how I'm going to get on with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's a whole fiasco in the minute. Yeah, I don't know where we're nah, going. Very much looking forward to that. I actually remember when the trailer came out and we both watched it and we're both, we've never dissected a trailer yeah, ever we together. And we did everything that. And just be like, all right, that's we're trying that, to that's work that it out. And then the, new, the next trailer came out. It's like, yes, we were right. Yeah, <laughs> Green Goblin. Oh, love the Green Goblin. Oh, I know. Um, I actually can't wait to watch it, but I, I, yeah, I'm not going to the cinema at the minute still. Nah, I don't blame you. Uh, but I probably, I will go to the cinema for it. I want to watch it. I want the experience of that film as well. I think if I get something spoiled for me, I'll forget about it by the time I get to around to watch very it. Very so. true, very <laughs> true. <laughs> there are advantages to having no memory. Yep. And... It's pretty handy. <laughs> I, all right, so I've remembered a couple of things that I've watched. Oh, here we right, go. Before we forget, right. Army of Thieves, which is the spin-off yes. from the Army of the Dead. The Dead. Not Zack Snyder, though, is it? Has he got no. any? Is he just a producer credit? I, I don't guess. know. Or original but it, story it follows credit. follows the, the safecracker. Yeah. On their little journey. He probably was the best character from that movie. Definitely. That was a good film. That was good. Solid watch once. Enjoy film. Um, And then I watched... Hold on. I had it. <laughs> Then I watched Single All the Way, right? Okay. It's like it's Jingle All the Way. Is yeah, it? it sounds like it's going to be a. It's a Christmas Is it the new one? No, it's not the new one on it's new, Netflix. It's a new one on Netflix. Oh, right? it is. It's, um, it's a cheesy, cheesy rom com, but with two gay guys, right? Okay. Ah, yes, I saw the trailer for this last night. Yes. I actually quite enjoyed it. I was just, okay. It was a good chill in the background film. Watch, it's very much a rom com. But it was yeah. it was good. It was enjoyable. Um, I mean, haven't watched it. I only watched about five seconds of the trailer. Like, what is this? <laughs> but basically, like it. it is nope. guy needs to has. It's Christmas. Going home to see family doesn't want to have to be bombarded with all the questions of what you're doing with your life. Why aren't you married yet? All this. So he t- yep. takes his friend, who in this circumstance is another man, yep. to go and pretend to be They're his roommates. boyfriend. Uh, roommate. It's yeah. the whole situation of like they don't want to ruin the relationship. Yeah, friendship uh, but then with each other. something sparks like they find they start seeing each other in new lights while on this journey with the family together. He uh so while he's back home, his mum set him up with another gay guy to all have right. a date and they keep going on dates and whatever else. And then it all like the family realise that oh actually those two do like each other. Each other and we've messed yeah. up here. Um it's one of those films. It's good. It's one right. of those films. Trying it's to think one of those, oh, basically, I've seen that film several dozen yep. times. Just never a LGBT plus scenario. Yeah, it's just which would yeah, be a fresh refresh a, on it. So that's sort of version of it, which is it was nice. It was good. It was Christmas Eve film. It's better. Cool. Like I, I will sit down at some point and watch Home Alone this month. Yes, at I some will. Point, I'll watch bits and pieces of Christmas films, but it's nice just to find a new Christmas film to watch or whatever. Yep, no, I um, like it. But I think that is the most in three months I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> Two films in a series now. I probably watched way go. more, but I... probably you just don't remember. No, nah. I don't remember anything. It's been enjoyable. It Hopefully, has. It won't be three more months until we do yeah, another one. We'll do this next week. We'll do, do this weekly now. Yes. Speaking of which, yes, it's your choice, my boy. My choice. This is quite good. See, this is where serendipity comes in again. Oh. This, I knew what my first choice was going to be, especially right. From day one, once we actually went that evening, we sat down and was like, no, no, let's do the podcast. And we started designing and planning. I knew we were my the first most pick. productive people we've ever most been Most productive our you have ever and then been. We waited I'm, three I'm months. often productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three months later, we might actually release something. <laughs> no, so, yeah, so all the way back then in September, this was going to be my first pick, thinking in September we were going to go live and start doing it. Now it's December. But happens to be, again, a, a non-Christmas Christmas movie. How have we done this? I don't know. See, serendipity. It was always meant to be. So my movie is Steven Spielberg's Hook. Oh, his oh, face. See, you can't see his face, God. but you can hear it. Yes. Yes, that was always... I was shocked you didn't go for Robin Williams as your starter. So I was oh. like, right, when uh, mine's going to be a Robin Williams film. I was like, Hook's a good one. Because most this, people would have seen it. I've seen if it you haven't, times. hopefully you'll want to after listening. Yeah, if you've oh. never seen Hook, watch Hook. It's well, so good. The amount of people that'll be shocked that it's actually a Steven Spielberg film as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
Yeah. But, holy fucking shit, what a film. I'm actually what, excited. It is a great film. I can see your little face. So, so next, we'll do that next week. Yeah. It's on Netflix as well, so easy to watch. Uh, I was thinking about it last night. In fact, I was like, oh, that's also a Christmas film. <laughs> Technically. I suppose it is. It's a non-Christmas Christmas yeah, film, just like Just Friends. non-Christmas Christmas It doesn't film. need to be set at Christmas at all. And it would work fine. But it just happens to occur during Christmas time. All the non-Christmas Christmas films. All the non-Christmas Christmas films. Can't think of any more. <laughs> it's just going to be Die Hard after that and then that's it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, are we happy there? I am happy there. So you've got Hook to look forward to next week. We just watched Just Friends. We've just watched Just Friends, because we are just friends. We are just friends. Not, neither of us have a hook, but we've played a bit of Sea of Thieves. I think, I think our friendship is the hook of this whole show. Hook people in. See what they look like what I did there? Cheese. See, I'm good at the cheese. It's good at the cheese. I love me some cheddar. Fuck's sake. It's really because I have you up on Discord and whenever you laugh and sort of lean away, the picture that you've got behind you just comes up and she's just going, It's just for everyone else. So we... Are on the Discord call, looking at each other, on, on staring on into one another's right? eyes, and we've discovered that you can change the background, right? And my background is just me, <laughs> but with my arms in the air, absolutely knackered at a party. I like that you moved out the way to I know. show everyone. <laughs> I showed everyone. Hey guys, look at this. I don't know if it was because I needed to show everyone or just remind me. <laughs> Remind yourself of what you look like. What I look like. Is that what I look like? <laughs> oh, I love it. So now, oh. uh, next week, Hook, hopefully. Uh, For sure. I'm sure the prologue would have been out a couple of days by now. It will be It will be a week before. Anyhow, yeah. thank you very much for listening. Where can people find us, Jolly? Where can people find us? Uh, I've forgotten what our thing is. Oh, my word. I know what mine is. But what is our actual... Oh, it's just at versus the movies. Yes, on Twitter. On Twitter. It is. So yes, do uh, find us, follow us, tweet us, tell us what you're watching, what you'd like to see us watch and talk about non-coherently. Any suggestions or anything else? Yes. Be wonderful. You can get a hold just of me directly at jollyghost underscore. And Chomby, they can get a hold of you. I think it's just Chomby1, I believe. I think it's at Chomby1, W-N. And then uh, we shall see you next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.